Gentlemen, boys and girls, scoundrels and saints, welcome to this episode of the Completely Mental Misadventures of Owning a Thrift Store. This one is called Getting the Band Back Together. I am Matt Lehman, the owner of Finders Thrift and Vinyl in La Quinta, California, where most of our tales of mystery and mayhem take place. The voice to my left, your right, is the Costello to my Abbott, the Laurel to my Hardy, the Barney Rubble to my Fred Flintstone, Frankie Ramirez. hey so today is an interesting day. It's a milestone for Frankie, and I guess for me. Um, today was Frankie's first ever foyer into auctions, storage auctions. This is the first time he's ever gone to auctions with me. Uh, and a little bit of background of me or who I am. I have been doing uh, storage auctions off and on for the better part of 20 years. Um, I started doing it long before eBay was around um, and had continued to do it off and on here and there. And then I went serious uh, a little over six or seven years ago when I started doing swap meets and then I opened Finders Thrift and Vinyl. Um, Frankie has worked for me in the past. He was part of the shop, um, but then he went on to bigger and better things and he was able to have the day off and I had the day off. So it happened to be auction day. So I took him with and with that, I'm going to pass it over to him. Cause again, he's seen the TV show like everybody else and, but didn't know what to expect. So Frankie. Yeah, I've definitely seen the TV show and, uh, kind of know the do's and don'ts, you know, just from seeing different episodes. Um, today was a pretty great experience, uh, from getting there, seeing all the people waiting for the auctioneer to get everything started. Um, yeah, you got pretty lucky. There were only, uh, while there weren't a lot of units today, there were only four, or actually there were six. We only saw four of them, uh, cause we skipped the middle auction to dig through our unit. Um, all three of the four were pretty solid. Generally out here, one out of four is a solid unit, uh, and three are just garbage, either homeless people living out of them that have been evicted or just crap that people have left behind. Um, but you had some pretty solid units. Yeah, definitely. Um, the first unit, was that the dollar? That was the dollar That was the right dollar there. unit, yeah. Yeah, and from what I understood or from what I saw, um, it kind of seemed like either they took all, all the stuff that were was important to them or the good stuff, because it was only, what, a dresser, a couple closet doors. A couple closet doors, yeah. that was, And that unit was a 10 by 10. So in the business, um, we, we, we call units or lockers by their, by their square footage. 10 foot by 10 foot is a 10 by 10. 10 by 20 is a 10, is 10 by 20. Um, and that one was a 10 by 10, but it only had like four things. And the drawers were all out of it. So basically, if you haven't seen the show or are unfamiliar with it, what happens is, so storage auctions are, if you rent out a storage space, a storage facility, and you don't pay your bill it goes to auction uh, and basically they open up the door um, everybody gets a chance to look at it and then you bid on it and the high bidder wins it you're not allowed to touch anything because that'd be illegal because technically the merchandise or the the contents are still the property of the original owner until the hammer falls once the auctioneer drops the hammer it's no longer their property it's your property so if there's an auction going on and, and the owner of the property runs up at the last second before the auctioneer yells sold or drops the hammer, which is what that means, um, says sold, then you can still buy your – you can pay your bill and get your stuff back. Um, there have been issues where people have tried to bid on their merchandise – I keep saying merchandise because that's what it is to me um, – their property – 
and a guys have somebody else try to bid on it and they usually get found out and I've had people come up to me and ask for their stuff back after and usually it, for the most part they want their pictures and stuff that is of no use to me and I'm pretty cool about that some of the other guys are not cool about it I, I'm not trying to make money off of people's uh, bad experiences or or errors that they've made if I can help them out I will so um, but yeah so the first unit was a dollar unit it, we called it a dollar unit because it was sold for a dollar um, I've seen units it wasn't sold for a dollar oh no it wasn't it was, <laughs> didn't they sell it they, no they oh it didn't, did they not stopped. sell yeah uh, so and sometimes, they're asking for the dollar. yeah, they're asking for the dollar and didn't get it. Sometimes I've seen auctioneers actually pay you a dollar to take it out. Um, the re- and people are like, well, why wouldn't you take it if it had a dresser for a dollar? It's like, because realistically, the dresser needs work. It's going to have to be painted or cleaned. Um, and what you don't realize is the other crap that's in there, you have to sp- spend money on it to take it to the dump, um, unless you have a dumpster or somewhere where you can where you can dispose of it for free so it's not actually a free unit or a dollar unit you're actually they're actually paying you to do a dump run uh so that was the first unit um the second unit was the guitar unit yes uh i did see a couple case cases or one i believe and then you mentioned there was more uh, but this was on the side, not in front of other people, because that's a big no-no as well. Yeah, so we <laughs> so we both looked at the unit, and then we went over in the corner and started whispering to each other, "What did you see? What did you see?" And um, I had the unit was was pretty trashy, and it was it, a lot of the units that you see are a real coin flip. Whether it's a, a drug addict that has lost their merchandise, or someone that just is not very well organized, and this one was a real crapshoot. It could have been. It could have been someone who was living out of the unit because it was in serious disarray and most of the stuff was pretty old and crusty and grungy. Um, but in the back of the unit, I'll say what I say and then you can say what you saw. In the back of the unit, I could see just the corner of what I thought was a roadie box, which is like for musicians, they carry their equipment in it. And then next to the roadie box, I could see the backside of a keyboard, which is all right. Uh, keyboards, there are expensive keyboards, but I could tell by the back of this, it probably was not one. But next to the keyboards, I saw five hard shell guitar cases. Um, to me, guitar cases are kind of like safes. When you find them in a storage unit, nine times out of ten, they're empty. Or 99 times out of 100, they're empty. Um, so you're really bidding on the hard cases. And hard cases can be pretty good money. I mean, these were these were serious acoustic cases, and they were not the, the flimsy cardboard or, or light wood ones. These were hard shell, clamshell cases. So I was figuring those are each 7500 bucks a piece, even if they're empty. That was what I was bidding on. I was strictly bidding on the guitar stuff. Um, the rest of the stuff was, to me, probably going to be trash. What did you see? Uh, I saw a box, a big box of like a printers and whatnot, um, golf clubs, some uh, fishing poles. See, I didn't even see that. I, I saw none of that. I did not see the golf clubs or the fishing poles. I, even when we went through it, because I, by the way, the spoiler alert, I bought the unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, in a lot of like clothes, I saw a filing cabinet. I went through it a little bit. It was mo- mostly like saved uh, newspapers from like the '88 or whatnot. Yeah, a um, bunch of different different stuff. Um, not stuff worth value, definitely. But I mean, the guitar cases right there it was, I guess, was it was a crapshoot because even if the, the you could only see the tops of the guitar cases, so you didn't. I didn't know again you, what kind of you can't were walk there. in and see. Yeah, anything. you can't touch anything, so you can't see. And they were in the back. This was also a ten by ten. So and I. I Great, I rate units on how high the shit is stacked. And there was nothing in this unit stacked over waist high. 
usually I go by knee high, waist high, chest high, or completely full. Um, and most of the time units are pretty darn full. Um, and this one wasn't, it was, it, it was only waist high at the max. Most yeah. of it was knee high ish. Um, so it's just a one layer of crap, one layer of boxes and clothing and stacked on it. Um, so without further ado, um, the guitars were in the cases. Uh, I got lucky. It was a crapshoot. I paid four seventy five for the unit. Um, first thing we did was grab the boxes or the guitar cases, and every guitar had every guitar case had a guitar in it. One of them, um, I wasn't expecting it, but then and, and I didn't know what it was when I saw it because I'm not familiar with that model. It was an Ovation. Uh, Adamus. Adamus. Adamus 2. A-D-A-M-S. A-D-A-M-A-S 2. Uh, looks like it's an 82 guitar. And all these guitars were actually in pristine shape. There was also a Roland guitar amp. I did, it was in a suitcase, so I could only... I opened the suitcase and could see the back of it, and it said Roland. So um, that has potential to be good money, too. just depends on when that when that Roland was, was produced. Um, there were some effect pedals, box of records, and I haven't gone through the rest, but I won't go back through microphone. Yeah, the microphone. Um, and so it, it was. It was a very good purchase. It was probably one of the best best lockers I've bought in in four or five months. Yeah, when you're in that bidding war with the three other gentlemen, I was just like, oh, why you keep on going? <laughs> are you trying to are you trying to show me up? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted to see what was in those cases, um, and I paid for it. Uh, it doesn't always work out. This one did work out in my favor. Uh, I, I don't know who, like the one guy that was bidding against me, I'm surprised that he didn't go higher. He, he bowed out at about three. Um, he's usually the musician. He's the guy that if he sees musical stuff, he's going to buy it. The other guy were, uh, being where we're located in the La Quinta, we're pretty close to the Mexico border. So we have a lot of people that come up here and buy storage units and take them back down to Mexico and resell them, uh, whatever they find. And they make good money doing that. And they end up being tough tough bidders to bid against because uh, th- they can spend more because they're going to get more in Mexico than and they can sell anything in Mexico whereas I, I sell probably 25 to 30 percent what comes out of a storage unit. Uh, so we we skipped the second auction um, and apparently that was a pretty good one too. Uh, one of the other guys that I'm friends with he said there was a pretty impressive tool lot uh, toolboxes I would never bid on that I don't I don't bid on tools they just they don't sell for me as well as people that sell them. Um, that's like people trying to sell records against me. They they can't get what I get for records, so it's no point in them doing it. Um, so and then we went to the third place, and the third place had uh, a motorcycle for sale. And those are kind of weird with with vehicles because basically what happens is if they open a unit and has a vehicle in it, um, you have to wait 30 days for it to clear DMV to make sure it's not stolen or been involved in a robbery or something like that. Once it clears, then they sell it. So if you buy a storage unit, which ironically the first unit that we had had a motorcycle in it that they were unaware of, and then the second or the third unit actually had the motorcycle that had been cleared by the DMV. So the first unit had a motorcycle in it, so the unit was sold without the motorcycle, meaning the person who bought it got everything but the motorcycle. Um, and this was this was an interesting interesting unit, so go ahead and tell them what you saw, and then I'll tell them what I saw. Yeah, well, they opened the uh, the, the door, and then we, everyone started looking, and there was a particular individual that was talking too loud, and uh, the auctioneer heard what he said, and I guess they didn't realize that there was a motorcycle in there, yeah, he said, oh, look, there's a motorcycle there, and the auctioneer didn't see it. Yeah. And so if the auctioneer doesn't see it, then then it would have been sold with the motorcycle. But he pretty much ticked off every other au- every other buyer there because 
now now we know that we have to give the motorcycle back, uh, which cuts the value of the unit down. And it was a great dirt bike. It was yeah. it was great condition. I was like I was happy. I was like that would be fun to play around with. Well, and, and the reason no one saw it was because this is a ten by at least a ten by twenty. It might have been a ten by thirty unit, um, and it was jam packed. It was waist high all the way through, but a lot of it was was to the top of the ceiling, to the top of the ceiling of the unit, which is probably eight feet tall. Um, and it had bikes in the front. So it just looked like in the front, there were three or four bikes crammed together. And then the, ha- the only thing you could see and on the motorcycle was a pretty, pretty good quality bike. Yeah. See, well. I don't deal in bikes very well, so I don't even pay attention to them, but the yeah. motorcycle was crammed in against the bike. So it just, at first, it, at first glance, it just looked like another bicycle. Yeah. Um, but so we saw the motorcycle. We saw a couple two uh, big toolboxes, um, the roll around ones. Uh, a lot of uh, dirt bike equipment. Uh, there was at least three racing uh, chairs, uh, car seat chairs. Um, let's see what else. They had the gear, the all the motocross gear yeah, for that dirt bike. bike. Uh, there was a Red ramps. Bull. There was ramps. Ramps. The they had Lexus uh, uh, rims, rims. Yeah. but they were stock rims, and everyone's like, "Ooh, look at the Lexus rims!" And I was like, "You know what? They're stock rims. You got to find somebody that screwed up their rims that they need another one." That, or just sell them real cheap in case they needed. Yeah, in case they wanted an extra set one. on or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but what they didn't say was what they didn't. Finally, after we had told the one uh, buyer to shut his mouth about being a, a motorcycle on it. What they didn't see is that behind the dirt bike was another full motorcycle, or what appeared or, to be a full motorcycle. It was covered and, in... And there was an engine. There was an engine there block, an which engine is fine. Block, they can yeah. sell the engine block because it's only parts. Yeah. Um, but there appeared to be another full motorcycle right behind them. It seemed like it was like a plastic tarp, like a see-through tarp mm-hmm. or something, but you could barely, barely see it. Yeah, there, it looked like it was a, a blanket and then the plastic tarp, and what you could see through the plastic tarp gave the indication that it was most likely a motorcycle. And that was a big bike. That would have been, unless it was on blocks, it was at least a 900 because yeah. uh, it was tall and it was thick. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty big bike. Um, and that was not, that was a street bike. That was not a dirt bike. Um, that unit, uh, I didn't have enough money in my pocket to even bid on that, nor would I, because that one also had a weird look of tweakiness to it, uh, tweakiness being tweakers. I, I'm not a big fan of spending a thousand dollars on a unit, especially when it there's a lot of stuff. While it sounds great, there was a lot of stuff in that unit that was in shambles and all over the place, and and you couldn't see what was going on in the back, and it, it was a little, a little sketchy to me. Um, and so our one buyer, I'm, uh, his name is Tom. I, I may have Tom on the show, or we may have Tom on the show. He's actually a pretty interesting guy. He might do it. Yeah, he's cool. Um, he got it. Um, he's supposed to send me pictures. I asked him to send me pictures of the second motorcycle, if it is, in fact, a motorcycle. Um, so we'll see if that pans out for him. And then the next unit eh, was kind of generic. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't much. That was a refrigerator, a wash, or a, a refrigerator, a stove, and a couple of pieces of appliance. That old stove. Yeah. They were in good shape, but they were probably 15, 20 years old. Um and that went to the Mexico resellers, which I knew it would. There, that's that's easy money for them. Um, I think he got it for hundred, I believe. I was to say one hundred and twenty somewhere in there, and that's that's an easy for him for a refrigerator in Mexico and a stove and whatever else he had in there. Yeah. 
Last unit was the motorcycle. That was a lean sale, um, and it had cleared DMV, so they already knew it, and it was announced. It was a 2003 Suzuki GSXR. GSXR. Um, it was a, I think a thousand cc. Yeah, it was twelve hundred or somewhere in there. That was yeah, that was a pretty bit. that was a that was a pretty big street bike. Oh yeah. Uh, it, if you wanted to go fast, yeah, that, that that was your bike. Dirt, that yeah. was your bike. Uh, and it looked like it, the, the plates, it was out of Missouri, was last registered, but it was actually registered to 2019, which is amazing. Yeah. Usually when cars go up for auction, they're last registered in 1992, and the DMV fees on that alone are going to cost you three to $4,000, so it's not worth buying unless you're going to part it out. And then you can't, realistically, you can't part it out unless the title is clear and up to date, so you really get screwed on vehicles. I, I very, very rarely buy a vehicle vehicles but he paid 22,000 no it was about 1,700 no no 1,800 no. for the for the whole for the whole unit no I thought it, well even so 1,800 let's say he got over 1,800 I and after because I bought some stuff out of his unit he had a mannequin and, and some other things I wanted the mannequin and he let me go through he's kind of a cool guy he's a newer guy so he's trying to make friends so um he he doesn't know motorcycles. Um, he was unfamiliar with that one, which is a kind of a rookie mistake. Uh, vehicles. Every everybody that buys units at some point buys a vehicle because they think they're going to get rich off of it. Very rarely does it happen. My vehicle. I bought an ice cream truck, thinking I would make a killing on it. I think I lost money on that. Uh, and that was the last time I ever bought a vehicle. I will buy motorcycles because I can usually fix them. I can get them up and running myself. Cars. I, cars are beyond my means. Um, but I don't think he's going to make as much as he thinks he will off of that. Being 15 years old, you don't know what the mileage is on it. He laid that down. Somebody laid that bike down at one point. Yeah. Um, didn't do any damage. The cowling was still there and complete, and it wasn't cracked. It had paint wear and loss and scrape. But Yeah, the engine looked clean. Yeah, um, it was a clean bike. The steering columns, everything, it looked like everything was intact. didn't look like there was any damage to it. So I don't know. He could get lucky, but definitely he won't get more than like four hundred to three hundred dollars profit off of it. And, and you got to figure like again other expenses that he has to deal with is he has no keys for it. That's a hundred bucks to have it rekeyed. Um, he's lucky in that it's a nineteen, so he may not even need a battery. But if he needs a battery, that's at least another eighty bucks. Um, so now you're another two hundred, and so he's at two grand. I don't think that bike is worth more than three. No. Uh, you laid it down. He laid it, somebody laid it down, so that's going to drop value. And, and again, depends on the mileage on it. Unless at. you just get a replacement, for like fiberglass body and stuff, but that's also going to cost. You could get that cowling, too. yeah, but that cowling is going to cost you three, four hundred bucks too. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it'll be interesting. I'll talk to him again. I'm sure I, I see him. He's been coming around quite a bit. He's a he's a hungry little hungry little buyer. Yeah. Uh, but so that was that was those units. Um, I haven't like I said. I haven't finished going through the one I bought. Um, I've cleared. I've cleared my money. I've cleared my profit. These guitars will make me a good chunk of change. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, curious. I, I'm always curious when I do storages to see what what happened, and especially out here, being in La Quinta, California. This is uh, Palm Springs, Coachella Valley. We are mostly known for golf and rehab, um, so we tend to see a lot, or I tend to see a lot of uh, drug addicts or uh, units of people have gone to prison or died. Um, 
and retirees. So that that's what I deal with. So I, the the stories that I find by by going through the units are usually more interesting than the stuff that I find in them. Sometimes, uh, so I'm, I'll be curious to see. Frankie is betting that he was a teacher. I think he was a musician, music teacher. Yeah, you think he was a music teacher? I think he was probably a one-man band. Um, I don't know what he was doing to pay the bills, but I think he was probably performing covers at some bars around here. Um, I'll keep you posted when I go through the unit as to what he was or who he was. Um, well, all in all, I believe it was a great uh, cherry popping. Yeah, you and you had said you said I you could see how I could get addicted to it because. Oh the, yeah. There is that adrenaline rush. And even when I was like, when you said the 475, you're like, why is he going this high? Is he trying to oppress me? The whole time I'm like, oh, would you please stop bidding whoever is bidding? And this is one of the, I normally am watching who's bidding and I didn't want to know who was bidding against me because I knew some of the big players were there and I'll get intimidated if I know it's one of the bigger guys because I know they're going to spend more. So I'll just back off. But I really wanted that unit. So I didn't, I just watched the auctioneer and the bidding kept slowing and, and like I thought I was going to get it for 275 and then someone else would come in and drag it along for another hundred and at 450 I was about done and I was like all right I'll throw one more bid out there I said I'm not going over 500 and I got it for 475 but it is an adrenaline rush because and the worst thing is is if you don't get a unit then you're like oh what did I miss the ones that got away are the ones that kill you the most uh, and especially because you know if it's one of your friends or people that you see every time at auctions they're going to tell you what they found because there's nothing better than rubbing it in somebody's face uh so and well, I, I saw a little bit of that when you were telling me i was gonna say i was gonna say you got to see some of that too because you, you better be damn sure when we got to the next unit i rubbed it in their faces that because they're like oh how are your empty guitar cases like every one of them was full and you could see i could i could like, see their faces Aw. yeah they're like oh damn it i should have been on that one so uh, at one point while the auctioneer was uh, collecting bids I was like fixing my hat and like I thought to myself I was like I hope he doesn't think I'm trying to bid on something uh, you'll get hit with that occasionally but most of them know what's going on and they'll and they especially if they don't know who you are like that we know all the auctioneers by name they know most of us by name so if you're somebody that they don't know they're gonna make eye contact with you and yeah. make sure that you're in there but I've seen that happen where people are like I didn't, bid, I didn't buy on that yeah, but I was hoping that wouldn't happen to me. Yeah. Uh, it, like we can get into the stories of the buyers. Like the, the talk about a den of scoundrelous, villainous people. People that buy auctions for the most part are scoundrelous, villainous people. They're mostly looking for a way to make money and not not have to not have to work for Uncle Sam or work for somebody else. Uh, and I guess I fall into that category. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the best stories of the auctioneers. Now, I'll tell this story because this guy has died. And I'm totally happy that he did die. Um, and I know that sounds horrible. When, when you hear the story, you'll know why. Um, he, I always loathed him. He was from New York. He's a heavy set, mouthy, always always telling his stories way embellished or overly embellished and you know that they're over embellished and he's just kind of a pompous ass um and the worst part of it was is he would always come with well, sometimes he would come with his boyfriend and sometimes he wouldn't but he always came unshowered and no deodorant he was always the stinkiest the most disgusting smelling human being that i've ever 
encountered. So I, I tried to stay away from it. I tend to be pretty quiet at auctions. Um, but so his story is he had a storage unit somewhere in Palm Springs. And he didn't want it anymore, and he wanted to sell it at auction. And you can do that if the facility will let you. You can basically, like when they're running an auction, you just tag on your unit at the end and say, hey, this is a, this is a private sell um, to the high bidder kind of thing. And the storage facility said they wouldn't let him do it. They didn't want him, they, they didn't want to have any part of it or for whatever reason. They didn't want to auction it off. And because he's a pompous jackass, he's like, well... He said, well, fucking screw you. And those were his true words. And what he did was, and this doesn't make sense to me, but this is what he did is he let it go into foreclosure and he let it go into lien um, by not paying the bill for three months, Um, which this doesn't make sense to me because to do that, that really screws up your credit. Um, And you still, there are ramifications of it. Like if you're... If your unit sells and you owe them 500 bucks and your unit only sells for 200, they can still come after you for the remainder and vice versa. If your unit sells for a thousand bucks, technically you're supposed to get that 500 back in, in change. Um, very rarely does it happen because most people don't know that. But so he decided to let his auction go into foreclosure. And but before he did, he took all of his uh, he saved all of his feces and his boyfriend's feces, and they got a bunch of. Uh, raw chicken from the grocery store and filled the unit with bags full of their feces, urine, and chicken stuff. And his intent was that he would make sure that nobody bid on the unit and that they would, that the facility would have to clean it out. So I pause there and say, well, you realize that the people that you're trying to get even would with are the managers or the owners of the property for not letting you do it. And they're not the ones that are going to clean that out. You're, you're making some poor hourly guy that's probably 16 years old. He's got his first job working for a storage facility and you're making him clean out your crap. Literally. Um, it's not the manager. So I was like, there's a flaw in your plan in the first place. And number two, there's no way that it, and it was a big unit. I think it was a 10 by 30 and it had some decent stuff in it. Um, but I guess he'd gone through and broken it all, but you couldn't tell it was broken. So it came to auction I knew that I knew the unit and he had told me what the unit was and he told everybody there, but there was also another guy that was fairly new and he, we, we had tried to tell him, we're like, don't, don't bid on this unit. There's, this is, there's something fishy going on with this unit. Don't bid on whatever it is. This is so-and-so's unit and there's something going on between him and the property. Well, he ended up paying for it. He ended up paying quite a bit of money for like four or 500 bucks. Uh, I laugh because he's also kind of a jackass. So I'm, I'm even while I don't like him cause he used to, he used to sell next to me at the swap meet and he was kind of an annoying human being. Um, I actually think he was a pedophile, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but he bought the unit. I think he paid like three or four or 500 bucks for it. And I know him for through Daffy duck. He's good friends with Daffy or was decent friends with Daffy duck. Uh, and so Daffy Duck had called me and told me that he was digging through this unit and he kept, he had said at one point he put his hand in a bag of feces or raw chicken or something like that. And he's like, I almost, he's like, at that point, I almost wanted to walk away from my deposit because you have a deposit. I think they actually put a $200 deposit. He's like, but I'm already in it for 300 bucks or 400 bucks. I don't want to be down another 200. He's like, so I just kept going. And he stopped. That was his last. That was the last time he ever bought a storage unit. Was that story? I would never buy anything else again. Yeah. Like to oh, that's just 
It's disgusting. It's and it's, yeah, it's, it's and I after that I never I didn't talk to him to begin with. But anytime he he'd come to me and want to talk to me, I'd be like, just shut up, don't talk to me. He's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, I said, I, and I tell him, I was like, I think you're just the most vile human being on the planet. You're just a foul, foul, disgusting human being. Uh, so, and he was. He was very vengeful and angry, and like he, he died to the most extent. Yeah, and he died of a heart attack. So it was perfect. But, yeah, so makes the world go round. That makes the world go round. So those are our stories for this chapter. Uh, tune in next week when there'll be more fun stuff. Ooh, yeah, yeah.